Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of Pod Jerky. I am your host, Director Awesome, joined once again by the new girl. Welcome. Hello, everyone. So today's episode, we are going to talk about WandaVision. Now, we're doing this basically because we just watched the uh, new Doctor Strange movie, uh, Multiverse of Madness, and Wanda has a lot of uh, screen time in that movie. Um, so we thought we would talk about WandaVision. You're a big uh, Marvel fan. You're a big fan of WandaVision. I actually went back and watched it a second time uh, throughout one day. I watched all nine episodes <laughs> and thought it was phenomenal. The first time I watched it, I was like, this is a really good show. I didn't think it was like, you know, amazing. Um, but I went back and I watched it a second time. And now that I've seen the Multiverse of Madness, some of the things made a little bit more sense. I just thought this the, the series was incredible. Oh, same. I am. I think that's my whole thing. Like, I like things that have to do with supernatural, with like superpowers, superhuman beings. Um, That's really my thing. And I think um, when the Disney Channel first came out and all the Marvel movies kind of got um, integrated with it and WandaVision was I believe WandaVision was the first Marvel TV show. Am I right or am I wrong? Yeah, Um, I all the trailers and um, little sneak peeks of it. I actually wasn't a fan in the beginning because they were showing um, the clips of, I guess, I'm assuming people have watched WandaVision. So sorry for any spoilers, but um, the first year or the era that they were in, it was like 1930s or something or 1940s or what? 1950s. Yes. Sorry, my bad. Um, And it was in black and white. Me personally, that kind of vibe, I don't really like it. I don't like old school movies. Um, So I thought that that's how the whole show would carry on. But obviously, as the days came where they were going to release the uh, show, there were more newer clips. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll watch it. The first episode, I was kind of like nervous about it. I was like, I don't know how I feel. But as it went on, I was like, okay, I need to watch the next one. I need to watch the third one. So I I really, really liked it. I really liked it. Yeah, and we were the same way. We watched, uh, my wife and I watched the first episode and we're like, what is this? Like, this is, you know, the black and white, the 1950s feel to it. Uh, what is going on here? But we had no idea what was coming and why it was happening. And then the hex was there. And then, you know, we didn't know what was happening. So it just, it just really felt like, okay, this is going to be a really, really strange show. And like you said, we start off, you know, in in the 50s, black and white sitcom, cheesy music, you know, the yakety yak, um, cheesy jokes with the laugh track, just like, you know, the honeymooners back in the day. I hate that. I hated that. And that was one of the things where I was like, oh, gosh, is this going to be throughout the entire show? Like, is this supposed to be like, quote unquote, like a live audience type show where they have like the laughing and the ooh, ah, like stuff in the back. And I wasn't really a fan of it. So I'm glad it didn't carry on that way. Yeah. Um, it was just for obviously for that short little snippet. But oh, God, that was like uh, that was one of the things where I was like, it was a make it or break it for me watching. The yeah. Show. Well, I mean, each episode um it goes to a different era, right? Yes. So you have like the fifties in the first episode, the second episode, we start off in the sixties and the third, you know, so on and so on. But in the first episode, we get introduced to my favorite character in the show, Agnes. Uh, I think she was phenomenal in this. Uh, we later find out who Agnes is. She is uh, Agatha Harkness. Um, and it's, you know, really weird to me in that show that they call Vision, Vision. 
and that nobody mm. actually questions a name like vision because back then you know i i can see people naming their kids vision today um but mm. back then you had your your um you know run of the mill names that you would have for everybody and his name was vision and nobody ever questioned that um so yeah. that came off really weird to me in the first episode not knowing what was going on at the time uh yeah. we later find out why one thing that i thought was weird so let me just preface this by saying um i know the very famous like marvel characters right so wanda and like vision and like you said, Agatha uh, Harkness, I didn't know who any of those people were until I started like delving in more into like the Marvel universe and the characters and the superheroes and stuff like that. So when I saw her in the first episode, I just got like a weird vibe. It, I was like, this is weird. And um, a, my cousin, who's a really, really big Marvel fan, like since he was a kid, he's in his like mid forties now, he would be like, oh, pay attention to like everything that's going on, like all the characters, it's really important. Um, so I told myself that when I would watch the show, I wouldn't Google anything about any character because I didn't want to know because I wanted to be surprised. So thinking back of how the show started with Agatha and then how it ended, I thought, I don't know, what's the woman who plays her in real life? Because uh, I think she was amazing. She was great. Perfect her name person. is, uh, I want I can't remember. Her name is Catherine. I have it written down here. Uh, Catherine She's Hahn. amazing. Yeah. She's amazing. Oh my God. What a perfect, like, obviously, if you watch the show from start to finish, um, she's amazing. Like I would, like now thinking back, I would never think that there was an, another person who would play her. Um because she did a phenomenal job. I think. Oh yeah. She was, she was awesome in the show. Um, the other thing that I really, really liked in the series was that they had a commercial uh, put into each episode, um, but it was like their own commercial. So you would have mm. like a toaster that was made by Stark Industries. So you would have different tie-ins in each episode to different Marvel characters or different things that were going on in the MCU. Mm -hmm. um, that I thought that was really, really cool. Um, so the, the second episode we move into, uh, we still continue with the black and white, but we get to see this red helicopter flies into, mm -hmm. um, into the bushes. And um, we hear uh, Wanda was with Dottie, the neighbor. Um, they're, they're at some uh, setup for, uh, they were having some town party or something like that. And we get to see Dottie and Wanda kind of have some uh, interaction. And then you hear the radio music playing saying, you know, help me Wanda. And then you hear the voice from beyond, beyond the hex. Mm -hmm. We didn't know about the hex yet, um, but you hear the voice saying, Wanda, are you there? Wanda, are you there? Can you hear me? Um, she's hearing it in her, in her head. Nobody else hears it, obviously, because what's going on inside the hex. And then they have, you know, her start to panic because you see her break the glass and then you see the color uh, red on her hand with the blood. And then they have the magic show. That's what they were preparing for was the magic show mm -hmm. or the talent show, whatever it was. And yes. they did the magic show and she, you know, they kept screwing up. So she had to kind of change things. And then we see Geraldine, who was another neighbor, uh, become part of the uh, magic show um, at the same time. But we later come to find out, you know, we always I, I was thinking, is this Monica Rambo um, from the comic books? Because uh, she was a big part of the Captain Marvel part of the universe. Um, and you know, we see her part of that. And, and that's what I question at the beginning is this Monica Rambo. Um, but we don't find that out until later on. 
again, most people have seen this already, so this is not really a spoiler for anybody. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, uh, by, by this episode now, uh, we fast forward time and she's pregnant. Wanda is pregnant in this episode um, and things turn to color. So this is where mm -hmm. we see the changeover from the black and white, that kind of funny sitcom to the color kind of episode where we're going to start moving into different time frames. So now we're moving out of the sixties and going into the seventies. So what was your take on, on that second episode? A lot to take in. Oh, I loved it. Like, well, I think that's when things really started to hook me in because the first thing I thought was, because obviously it was fairly quick when she got pregnant. It was like kind of like, I don't, I don't know how the episode played out or not the episode, but that specific scene. I don't know if she turned around and then she was pregnant. Was that how I forgot how it goes? But um, I was like, OK, so there obviously has to be something going on. She obviously is not because you can see Wanda using her powers throughout the first three episodes. Right. Like um, like when she was getting dinner ready and all that stuff. But in that moment for me, I was like, OK, she just got pregnant. I don't think that this is her doing for some reason. Like I just thought like, OK, there's somebody else. There's something going on because she was so surprised that she was pregnant. Vision obviously was surprised that she was pregnant, but still you get the whole um, sitcom feel where like you hear the oohs and the ahs. Um, so I was kind of like tip, uh, like teeter tottering back and forth with that whole concept, wondering if this was Wanda doing it for real or if this was like somebody else. Um, because obviously you already got the hint that something was wrong with the radio and like that trans that transmission or whatever that was going on. And I think in that moment also was that when, oh God, I'd see now I wish I wrote notes. Um, what's the name of that woman who ended up being also another superhero? Geraldine. So it was yes, Monica Rambo. Yes, that's it. Okay. I, oh my God, I forgot. Okay. So when that end scene happened, I'm, I'm assuming that it was the third, the third episode where she was like, you need to get out. You need to get out. Uh, it's a yeah, I think that was I think it was the third episode. You already know things were about to get really fucking real and something was going to happen. And I think that was one thing that really hooked me because now you kind of see that things um, are not necessarily going awry for Wanda, but there's another force that's messing things up. And you kind of want to be like, OK, so what's happening? Who is this? What's going on? This is obviously not her. It's not just her. So I was I was like hooked from that from third episode onwards. So hooked. Well, this is still episode two. And and the commercial that we get there is for uh, Strucker. And Strucker is uh, the, the the character that had Wanda and her brother Pietro in in the uh, the room at the end of the Avengers movie where you said he has the twins. Uh, he oh, was yes. the one that took them in to do the experimenting on them. Uh, so there was another tie in to the MCU with the Avengers movie. It was a Strucker product that they were they were advertising, uh, which is really cool. There's the second one, second tie in there with Strucker. And then you had Stark in the first one. So that was really cool. So now getting into episode three, uh, we're into the 70s style and we're in uh, color now. And the, and the pregnancy moves along really, really quickly. Um, we get a commercial in this episode for Hydra Soak. Uh, it's a, it's a soap. Um, so we're tying in Hydra now into, uh, this, uh, uh this, uh, uh, episode. Um, so her baby arrives in approximately a 24 hour span. Um, she tried to hide how pregnant she was to Geraldine. Geraldine ends up 
actually delivering the baby. Um, uh, and uh, she makes, you know, everything in the house starts to spin and, and, and move around and all that because her, I guess her mind is a little bit off just from the, the, the pregnancy. Um, Geraldine actually makes a comment in there about Pietro being killed in the Avengers Age mm. of Ultron movie. Uh, that's where um, uh, Wanda actually starts to get a little bit crazy from it. Then she notices that she's wearing a necklace and it has the sword logo on it. And the sword was uh, one of the groups kind of like shield um, that Geraldine Monica Rambeau uh, actually worked for. Um, then we have Agnes who stops the other neighbor from telling vision why Geraldine is actually there, which makes you believe that she has something to do with the story. She's thrown back out of Westview uh, back out of the hex into an open field. That's where the episode ends Uh, What did you think about this episode? I remember I was in shock. Like I had my mouth open, like jaw drop. I was like, this is really happening. But you kind of got that sense because even in the first episode, if you if you watched towards the end of the first episode, that last little portion was a shot of Wanda and Vision like heads together like this and pulls out to like the credits of how it was. But then you also see that there's somebody watching from a TV taking notes. So you are you already get the feel that there's somebody on the outside who's obviously, because the movie was based in the, well, that era of that, uh, that part of the show was the 50s. So you already know that this guy had a computer, like this is today's age kind of thing, right? So I think that when Monica got thrown out and then you see everybody kind of swarm her, you're like, okay, so these are the people that we're watching from the first ep- like from the first episode on the outside. And I I I the first thing that I thought was um this is I, obviously because I don't really know much about like um how all the characters tie in with each other, but the first thing I thought was okay, this is shield. This is shield and they're coming um and Wanda's stuck. That's what I thought. Like Wanda's stuck in this world and they're trying to get her out and they need help. That's the first thing I thought. I loved it. I thought it was great. It was such a great cliffhanger, especially because you saw um, her in, uh, you saw Monica in the hex and then now kicked out. So you know that there's a whole other set of problems going on on the outside of the hex rather than just everything that was going on inside. Yeah. So we'll move into episode four, where we start off. Monica Rambeau is in the hospital looking for her mom. And she was told that her mom had died two years previous uh, to, to when she was uh, when she had disappeared. Um, she is confused as to what's going on. So we don't know how long she was in Westview as Geraldine uh, for people that are thinking about it. It was like maybe two or three weeks that Westview had been kind of transformed into the hex just because this happened all after uh, Avengers Endgame, I guess, uh, when, uh, you know, uh, Wanda had lost everything. Uh, she had lost vision and she had lost everything that, you know, that that was near and dear to her. Um, so I'm not sure where the two year span comes in uh, for that part. Um, but Monica actually ends up trying to get back into the sword headquarters, uh, but mm-hmm. her past doesn't work. And then she ends up meeting with the acting director, Hayward. Mm-hmm. Um, we see uh, Westview has this force field around it and won't allow anybody in. Uh, so this is where we see sword on the outside uh, trying to get in. Uh, Monica ends up getting sucked back in. So now they bring in Darcy. Darcy is actually there um, and she actually gets to see Westview on a monitor. So she, now she's getting that transmission in onto the monitor. 
Um, and they're, they, at the end of one of the episodes, I believe it was episode two or three, uh, you see this, this guy in a beekeeper suit that gets into, um, the drain Westview. or like the, and they started to use the sewer yeah. systems to see that like, they it. could get underneath, uh, the hex there. And when they came up out of the sewer system, he was in a bee costume. Uh, clearly, I don't think it was a bee costume. It was more of a um, an outfit that Sword had fitted him with. And then by the time he got into Westview, that it ended the, up being the, a bee yeah. costume. Um, Wanda ends up questioning Geraldine about how she knows Ultron, uh, and then ends up throwing her out of Westview again. Um, she sees Vision uh, as he was killed by Thanos. We start to see cracks in Wanda's plan. Uh, what did you think about this episode? Um, it, I think this episode was mostly to introduce Geraldine and the whole, like her whole part in all of this. Well, her mother's part, because I think her mother was, um, he took over his mother, her mother's position, correct? Or am I wrong? Hayward took over his, her mother's position. Yes. And then or I, moved up or something along. And lines. I think he took over some part of fury as well. Cause he's acting director. Um, oh yes. So and that was taken, his job. Yeah. yeah. So I think this was kind of this was an episode that kind of tied the two ends together with all of the other ending parts of the episode where we saw the beekeeper, where we saw somebody watching from a monitor, like the end parts. I think this was the episode that kind of put everything together of everything else that's going on. So now we saw Wanda, Wanda and Vision in Westview. And then we saw another part where we didn't know what was going on, but this episode really tied the two together. And I think it really gave more people perspective of what was going on and how to keep up with it. Because I think at probably episode two or three, I was getting confused of what was possibly happening. Like is are people like quote unquote aliens invading, but at the same time, I'm like, well, the helicopter came, the helicopter was in color. Um, Dottie got cut and that was in color. So it doesn't make sense that somebody's trying to invade so there was a lot of questions as to what was the alternate quote unquote universe or the other part that's happening. And I think episode that episode really tied everything together well to get kind of clarity of everything that's going on. Yeah, I agree. Um, so episode five, we're now into the 80s and we go with Vision and Wanda holding the babies. They can't get them to stop crying. Um, the the magic isn't working for them. Um and then, you know, you have Wanda asking, why won't you do what I want? Uh, so now she's getting frustrated on what's happening. Um, and then they become uh, suspicious of Agnes. Um, certain things that Agnes has said or done. Uh, she goes to get a drink. The crying stops, but the twins are gone. So now the twins appear from upstairs. They're now to be, you know, maybe five or six four. years old. Yeah. yeah. And then Monica on the outside is being questioned on what's going on in Westview um, then we see Wanda going to, to visit Vision's body um, at S.W.O.R.D. headquarters. Um, and then uh, they, they basically see her on surveillance, what she did. Back inside the hex, we see the boys find a dog. And Agnes just happens to know to bring over a doghouse because she says she saw the new, the new uh, addition to the family through the window. Uh, that made me question something really, really quickly is like, how did she just have all this stuff on the ready? when you know that she she saw this stuff happening or she knew that they had a dog wherever it was it just made me question how does agnes know all of this stuff they were they're told by you know wanda and vision that they can't have a dog until they're 10 years old so they automatically grow up to be 10 years old in that split second just so that they could have the dog 
Um, so now, you know, something is going on for sure. Um, if you, if you didn't think so before, you know, the boys went from babies to, to five years old to 10 years old, uh, in the, in the blink of an eye. So, you know, something strange is going on now. You don't know, is this a Wanda thing? Is this somebody else that's controlling it and she's trapped in it? And like you said, uh, sword was there to try and get her out because they were trying to rescue her. We don't know what's going on yet. We'll come to find that out in the later episodes. Uh, an email comes through to Vision at work explaining what is going on with uh, Wanda. Um, he gets the mind control off of one of the workers and says that Wanda has to stop controlling his mind. So now we figure out that Vision is starting to question what's happening. He starts to see that Wanda has some kind of a plan and that she's mind controlling everybody there. They, they start to talk about family back home and Wanda says she has a brother that is far away, but gets interrupted by a drone where Monica tries to communicate with her. Uh, Wanda exits the hex at this point to tell everybody not to mess with her. Uh, we get a commercial for uh, Lagos brand toilet paper or paper towels. Mm. And Lagos, of course, is the building that blew up in uh, Civil War. That's how the, the movie started when they were in Lagos and the building blew up. So there's another tie into the Marvel Universe. So the family is out now looking for their dog once we return from that commercial and Agnes appears holding the dog in a blanket um, and saying that she didn't want to tell them that their dog had died. The boys said to bring the dog back uh, because she can bring back the dead. And Agnes asks if she can do that, which now makes you hint. Is that how Vision is back into the picture? Did she resurrect Vision? Uh, Vision actually questions Wanda about her controlling him. They have an argument and the doorbell rings and Wanda looks surprised as she mm. sees Pietro. Now, the interesting part about this is that it's not the Pietro from the Mcu mm-hmm. it's the Pietro from x-men and <laughs> yeah, who's literally what is he, the flat the flat not the what is he called in the x-men universe he, it, well he's still he's a, a super fast guy that's all I know yeah so oh he, that is yes sorry I was thinking something else I was thinking about the flash yeah so he he's the 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 flash character in um uh, Marvel in the Marvel universe. And he's called, uh, oh my gosh, now it's going to flip my mind. Uh, silver, uh, it, not important. Anyways, I was going to uh, say, I was totally going to say silver surfer like an idiot. Not the silver <laughs> surfer. No, not the silver surfer. It's just, it's just kind of uh, evading my mind right now. But um, we see that character now. I, again, you don't think anything of it. You think, okay, Marvel's just trying to pull a fast one over your head because, you know, they just put this guy in there because the other guy had died and they just wanted to make a a joke about it. But here's Pietro, but it's the character from X-Men. So I didn't really kind of clue into something was up with that. I just said, Hey, you know what? This is pretty cool. Uh, Let's, let's see where it goes. I think they were trying, like when I saw that and obviously they're still playing like the audience background music, like you hear the gasp, I think it was a gasp and a, aw at the end, I just thought that they were trying to just elicit a feeling just like how, because the whole show is based, the whole show of WandaVision is based on shows, sitcoms, right? And obviously later on, you find out why these are so important uh, and why that's how she viewed her life in uh, Westview. But I, I personally didn't think anything was up when he showed up. I just thought this is a part of another sitcom of when a family member from far away comes and they visit. And it part of me did question because I know that he was dead and Wanda knew he was dead. So him being there, I was kind of like, okay, is this the whole 
we're playing on this is a TV show we're bringing back a character that hasn't been there for a while or is there a reason why he's back like a specific reason why he's there because we all know that he's dead obviously so um yeah but I I was I was like I was kind of happy because you can already tell that she was Wanda was sad when uh Pietro was being brought up and how Monica said like well he's dead and blah, blah, blah. you can already see that he she was sad about it and upset so it kind of made me happy that they kind of took that route in a sense because it gave her that little bit of happiness after a sad part in her conversation with Monica. Right. Yeah. And uh, I, like, I, I kind of wanted to see where the, um, the episode was going to go on the next one with him being introduced into the, uh, the, uh, the uh, episode there. Quicksilver is his name. Is, that's uh, is, it. That's yeah, it. Quicksilver. That's it. Just kind of, just kind of like blew my mind right there. Just kind of <laughs> was gone. I don't know where it went. Um, so now we're going to get into episode six, which is the Halloween episode, which I found really, really cool. Mm. Um, because Wanda comes down in her comic book looking costume vision comes down in his comic book uh, looking costume as well. Uh, I thought it was really cool, um, to do that. Um, but vision actually tells Wanda, he's not going to take the kids out for Halloween because he has to go and do patrol for the neighborhood watch. Um, and he tells her to be good. Uh, so he knows something is up. He knows, you know, she's, she's causing something. He just hasn't figured out what it is yet. Um, so, uh, that's, that's just basically what he does, uh, back at sword. They're bickering about Wanda and the snap, uh, Hayward has Monica and Darcy removed from the base, but they fight off the guards and sneak back in. Wanda finds out vision is not on patrol. And Vision is seeing houses with people that aren't moving. So they're basically just stuck in what they're doing. They're hanging like there's a, a lady that's hanging a clothesline, but it's over and mm-hmm. over and over again. Um, so he's kind of like, again, thinking what is going on? Uh, we find out in this episode that one of the twins has super speed, just like his his uncle Quicksilver does. Um, Sword actually makes a joke about the change in Pietro in the, in the uh, character. Uh, they kind of throw like a little subtle joke in there. For some reason, nobody is allowed past Ellis Avenue. Nobody can figure this out, uh, why mm-hmm. that nobody is allowed. So Vision gets to Ellis and sees no one moving. Then he sees Agnes sitting in her car, but she's not moving either. She's just kind of stuck there. And then she begins talking to him finally. Uh, so he kind of does that, you know, mind thing where he touches her head. Um, and then she she gets back into um, her her real life persona and asks, you know, your vision, aren't you dead? And then he kind of gets her back into, uh, well, actually she starts laughing like a witch right at that point. Then he gets her back into her, you know, hex character. And then vision crosses Alice Avenue. Darcy tells Monica that her blood work shows her cells are changing due to going through the hex twice. Uh, Wanda tells Pietro that she did all of this because she felt alone and empty. That's very, very big. Uh, a big line that we find out later on uh, in the in the next episodes. Um, but that was an important line in this episode to be, you know, the, you, you just can't just go right over. Um, so once he crosses the hex vision, uh, crosses the hex, he gets sucked back in. He was not allowed to leave the hex. You could see his body start to being sucked back in. Uh, finally, he's he's back in. But um, he actually tells Sword that you need to help. Uh, that, that things aren't the way that they think they are. Um, Billy, that one of, one of the, the kids, learns that he has powers like Wanda. 
Uh, Wanda stops everything going on in Westview and ends up extending the hex way further out um, where people get trapped inside, including Darcy. Darcy becomes uh, part of this uh, circus that's circus. there. Um, so a lot of the other people that are there become part of the circus as well. Uh, what were your takes on this episode? I really liked it because now you start to see everything unfolding and kind of the truth behind what's going on with Westview. Um, I always wondered if the kids would have powers um, and the fact that they did, it was like kind of exciting and how um, I actually thought that um, obviously they would have powers like Wanda and vision. So it was interesting also to see that one of the, I think it was Tommy might be Tommy is the one that has the same as uh, same powers as Quicksilver. So I thought that was pretty cool. I personally thought that vision before all of this, um, that vision would be the one trying to keep everything together as opposed to the other way around. For some reason, I don't know why I thought that. I thought that he would be more for Westview rather than, hey, come and save us because there's things that are going on that's wrong. Um, with touching on um, with Monica having her cell, like having all her like cells change because she's going through the hex. I think we kind of knew that she, well, obviously um, if you know who she was from, like reading the comic books, you know who she ends up being later on. Um, but I think that was a great way to kind of introduce her character and who she's going to be later on. Um, I was though kind of sad figuring out that Wanda kind of orchestrated the entire thing because you kind of see where it's coming from and why she did what she did. So it is kind of sad, but also quite interesting to see the extent of her powers, even though it's not to its fullest extent, as we already know. Um, but it was actually very interesting. I liked it. It yeah. was really good. So we're going to kind of tie seven, eight, nine uh, episodes in together um, because they have a lot to do with each other. Um, it wasn't more of like kind of the cliffhanger thing where you were like, okay, what's going on now? Now we have a sense of what's happening um, in Westview and that Wanda is in control of this stuff. And we go into seven um, you know, things start to get glitchy with uh, pictures on the wall and things are starting to revert back to like the 1950s. Um, so you're seeing, OK, you know, this is all part of Wanda. This is she's she's created all of this. We we go down the road to um, Agnes's house where Wanda is inside um, because uh, Wanda, or Agnes had taken the kids, I guess, to give Wanda a break. And she goes over to get the kids and she's like, where are my kids? And she says, oh, they're in the basement uh, playing. So she goes down to the basement and she finds out that, you know, it's kind of like this whole um, uh, ancient ruin. Like yeah, a, it's a ruin that yeah. uh, is down there. And this is where we find out who Agnes really is. Um, it kind of, you know, we kind of find out we don't really find Agnes out until the next episode. So this is why I'm saying we're going to tie it in. And Agnes, you find out, is actually Agatha Harkness. She tells us, you know, we see flashbacks to 1693 in Salem, Massachusetts, where she has the ability to drain powers of other, you know, uh, supernatural people or witches or whatever it is. Uh, and she takes on their power. Um, so we find out that backstory about Agatha Harkness um, and then that she doesn't really have the kids in the basement. So she, they they go through a whole episode and they take us on this whole ride of looking back at uh, the, the things that have happened with Wanda. 
Now, this is where we find out why Wanda has created this whole sitcom reality for herself, because when she was younger, her and her brother, before the bomb had hit their house, they used to watch the Dick Van Dyke show. Uh, That was her favorite. She would watch comedies. Um, and, and that was something that was like special to her. So this is where this whole thing, this whole comedy thing, or this whole sitcom thing comes into play. We go on from there where we see Agnes or Agatha actually, um, and, and, uh, Wanda start to have some kind of a tussle, uh, where it leads to outside. And then we, we find out we have white vision. Um, so now white vision appears, uh, we have our final battle in, in episode nine, uh, where vision and white vision are fighting. And then they stop to have a conversation and they stop to say, you know, why are you doing this? You know, you don't have the memories and, and vision gives white vision, all the memories. And, you know, at the end of it, you think white vision says, I am the real vision now that he has the memories. And then he flies away. And that's the last you see of him. Um, does this make like a continuation of vision being out there in the real world now that the new vision, like the, uh, the actual vision is dead again, because once Westview, you know, gets closed, he disappears. He's no longer, you know, part of this. We also find out that Hayward is the one who created all of these lies about uh, Wanda stealing the body. Actually, she didn't end up stealing the body. She went to just, you know, uh, wanted to see him and say goodbye uh, so she actually didn't end up stealing the body, but she thought that she did and that she brought him back to life. So there's a whole bunch going on in these last few episodes um, that kind of close out the storyline. Uh, we find out in the ruins in Agnes's house that only the witch that has the ruin is actually able to cast a spell. Uh, so at the final battle with uh, Agatha and Wanda, you know, Wanda creates this whole ruin up in the sky. And she's the only one that can cast a spell, but Agatha doesn't realize that she had done that. Uh, the dark hold is also brought into play, uh, which we learn more about in the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness uh, movie um, that a- Agatha was using the dark hold and that, you know, Wanda had actually used it as well. Uh, she is actually in there where it says that she's the one that, you know, the book was written about and that she's part of the book. Uh, so, so, so a lot to take in. From these last three episodes, what was your take on how they came, like they did these three episodes and how it ended? Oh, I think my favorite out of the three, it must have been, well, obviously, I think, um, I believe it was, was it episode eight where Wanda and Agatha start going into Wanda's past? Is that episode eight or episode seven? So I think from episode eight onwards was the bet, like I learn so much from those two episodes, especially from someone who hasn't really read all the comics and know the background about the characters. Um, So I was just in shock. And then you kind of see how everything ties in, just like um, why she does the sitcoms and stuff like that. Um, The fight scene between Agatha and uh, Wanda at the end when they're kind of like on the street and... um, I don't know if you touched on this, but it was she got she got hit with something and Wanda starts rolling on the ground in the middle of town. And there's all the people there. And there was a really um, big moment where Wanda kind of like um, I think they all ended up kind of coming out of that Wanda trance. And they were all like, please help me. There was one girl who said, I haven't seen my baby. And 
I think that was when she kind of knew, I think I went a little bit too far. Um, And then she does something where all of those people that were around her, they were all choking. And she didn't realize how much power she was using. Cause you can tell, like, I'm just talking in sense of like watching her facial reactions, all that stuff. Right. Um, She really didn't want to hurt these people. Just like how, um, uh, the Doctor Strange movie, she was doing all of this because she just wanted to be with her kids again. Um, you can see it's not, it wasn't in a, when she created Westview, it wasn't in a place of like anger. It was just kind of sadness, which just made it more sad for the whole, uh, like as the show ended. Um, and to me, I think the show also ended with Agatha being stuck in Westview. Am I right? Or am I? Yes. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like as, Agnes as the nosy neighbor. Yes. As the nosy neighbor, Agnes. And, but now that Westview, well, to tie that back in because she had to be stuck in Westview. And because obviously if you watch Dr. Strange, you know, that um, Wanda was using the dark hold. So it makes me think like, where is she now? If Westview is not really Westview, like, is she just stuck in Westview as everybody else is going about their life, but she's just still the nosy neighbor kind of person. Like I have a feeling that something's going to happen or um, with the tie in with uh, in Dr. Strange, um, how everything came crashing down and you think that she's dead. You think Wanda's dead. I feel like that is something that will try to No, Sorry. Let me go back Um, because she's quote unquote dead. She's not, I feel she's, I know she's not dead, but I feel like that's like an opening to be like, okay, now Agnes's um, spell of being the nosy neighbor is broken out because she's dead. And then she comes back and then it just opens up a bigger can of worms of newer things that can happen within that story with like Wanda with this and that. Right. Well, Disney plus is working on a series for Agatha Harkness. I never thought of that um, when White Vision flew up in the air and disappeared. I full, fully forgot about that. So he's out and about in the world. I right. did. I didn't even until you brought that up. I didn't even think of that. With so all the memories that Vision had, so technically he is the same Vision as Vision yeah, was. White. He's just, just a white. different color. Yeah. Yeah. But, so I never, I never thought of that until you brought it up. So that's actually quite interesting. Yeah. So there's a, there's a lot that they can still do with Wanda. We know. Uh, Wanda in Doctor Strange um, when when the uh, the mountain collapses on her you still see the red glow afterwards so we know she's not dead uh, something else happened but there was a lot of tie-ins to the Marvel Cinematic Universe because you know you had um, Jimmy Woo who was from Ant-Man he was the FBI uh, agent in Ant-Man and he ends up being in the series we have Darcy who was in there and she's mm-hmm. in the Thor series or the Thor movies uh, we also had uh, uh, Monica Rambeau, who was part of the Captain Marvel movie. Uh, so there's a lot of Marvel tie-ins, plus all of those commercials that we see. Uh, there was a ton of Marvel tie-ins. I don't know if this was done purposely just because they had uh, this was their first episode, their first uh, series that they had placed on Disney Plus, and they just wanted to tie in a lot of Marvel mm-hmm. stuff, or if this was deliberate just based on the storyline. Yeah. Uh, this also has kind of a tie into the comic books uh, with the House of M storyline where uh, Wanda creates a different reality to cope with the loss of her kids. So it's basically like loosely based on that story from the House of M storyline in the comics. OK, see, and that's why I part of me, whenever I watch 
any of the Marvel movies, any of the Marvel shows. I'm kind of like happy I didn't get to read the comics because I kind of get excited when I see certain things happen. But then also a part of me is kind of like, oh, I wish I knew that because then I would have been a little bit more excited. But see, now that you mentioned that, like the whole different universe, like what was it called? The M the house, house of M house of M. Like, that's very interesting. I, I would have really liked how how do you feel they um, transferred the two in between the shows? Like, do you think they did a good job? I think they did a phenomenal job. Yeah, okay. definitely. But there was there was also some things that I read afterwards. You know, I went and I Googled some things just like because spoilers. I don't know. I don't know everything about everything, but, you know, yeah. people pick up on certain things and it, it they, somebody made an interesting point and they said, you know, if you were go if you go to the finale of uh, WandaVision and you go to the finale of Loki, the, the, that episode mm-hmm. at the 27 minute mark in both episodes. So at the 27 minute mark in Wanda, she uses her powers to defeat Agatha. And at the 27 minute mark in Loki, Kang can no longer see what's next. So are the two of these storylines tied together? Because hmm. it's the exact same time in both finales. So it's just interesting that it just I happens at the same time. So I don't know how people pick up on this stuff. Um, there must because be I would people never... that are like really like that are really into it that are like that what's what's the word when they find certain th- like the easter egg or whatever yes, they call the yeah, easter egg yeah. like every time a marvel movie or marvel show comes out the first thing that comes up on a facebook or google is like oh the easter eggs in x yeah. movie or whatever whatever yeah so i'm pretty sure that there's people that are really huge marvel fans that like really analyze every single movie scene and then cri- uh, crisscross between like the movies i'm pretty sure like that that's what it is it, it but it's quite be. interesting it's quite interesting because then you see different points of view and yeah um what you didn't see other people saw and then yeah. you're kind of like oh that makes sense yeah so it is definitely. quite interesting yeah now i have one question and see if uh, i looked up uh, some of the theories based on this one now at the end of the show of uh, wandavision we see uh first off we see um wanda get a deed to a house um, and this is how all oh, of yes. Westview starts. And on the deed, you see um, just basically something that says for 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 V to live to, to live and grow old with V with a heart around it. Um, and then you don't know is that the deed? Did Vision actually buy a deed to the house, like buy this property and give it to her before this happened? Um, the other things that were were said was. Was it Hayward who lied about Wanda stealing the body in hopes of making her mad enough to get Vision back online? Was that the whole plan the huh. whole time? Or was it Kathan or I don't know, that said different ways, uh, Chathan, who wrote the Darkhold? Was it him that actually started this to try and get Wanda involved with the Darkhold? Um, those are three interesting things that, uh, that I saw uh, online about who may have given up the deed to the house and why she was there. I don't know who that third person is. Who is that? That's the one that wrote the dark hole. So that's okay, at the mountain so, you see at the end. Uh, oh, okay, okay. And yeah. So because I don't know much about that, I can't speak on if I think that's probably what it is. I actually thought it was the first one that that vision ended up getting the deed and gave it to her. That's actually what I thought it was. Yeah. But now when you bring, obviously bring up these other facts, you're like, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. But I really did think vision did get that deed and then gave it to her because I don't know where it was or if I'm thinking about something else, didn't they look for a house together? 
And then something happened or something. I don't remember, but. Well, I I think we look too much into things uh, as, as fans, we try to break it all down. Uh, A lot of the times I'll say this to my wife, I'll be, you know, reading an article or reading something and she'll say, that's such a reach. And I'll be like, yeah, I know. (laughs) But at the same time, it's like, it kind of makes sense though. Right. So you kind of try and do more research on it and see what happens and uh, whatever. I mean, they're not going to go exactly from the comic books into the series. They're not going to transition the exact storyline. And sometimes people get mad at that. And see, that's why I like to hear people's different perspectives of stuff because the, the Hayward angle makes sense too. So to me, I feel like if there's enough evidence for it to be possible, it's possible. Um, because I don't know who that third person is. I don't really, I I wouldn't really say like that was a thing, but it could be. Um, but yeah, like now I'm just thinking now my brain is just going of all these different things that could possibly be going on. Yeah. And, and you know oh, what? That's the, that's the sign of a good series because that, that actually makes questions and then gets you to research and gets you talking about it. Uh, so yeah. that's the whole goal of anything that you do, because if if everything was so straightforward, you just be like, eh, it's done. And then you forget about it. Whereas, you know, how long ago did uh, WandaVision come out? It's got to be about a year now, at least. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we're still talking about it and we're doing a show on it. So, yeah, uh, it's still, so good. I love you know, it. Oh, yeah. God. So there's still but I mean, there's there's uh, opportunity in the future that we can do uh, like a review for like Loki, uh, Falcon mm-hmm. and the Winter Soldier. I really like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, and what are the other series? Miss Marvel is out now. Uh, I haven't watched any of them. I'm Hawkeye. waiting for it because I always out. oh Hawkeye was excellent. Yeah, that um, was really good too. Loki season two is already filming. Oh, I can't uh, wait. In production. So uh, a lot of people were disappointed with Loki. I really enjoyed it. There was a lot of confusion with the time travel, but you know that's what's going to happen with with uh, uh, movies like this. Not everyone is going to get it. Not everyone is going to enjoy it. Not everyone is going to see the exact transition from the comic book. So, I mean, to each their own, uh, I really enjoy these Marvel series. Um, for me, they're great. Me too. I, I think I was hooked with WandaVision and every other Marvel show that has come out. I really liked, I haven't started uh miss Marvel yet. Um, I usually get really hype when I see the trailers and I purposely search them on YouTube to watch them. I did not get hyped for miss Marvel, but obviously my whole, thinking is all messed up because maybe after the first episode, I'll be really into it. I just, from the trailer, I wasn't excited to watch it. Um, But maybe I will wait until all the episodes are out and then just do a big binge and see, because I hate having to wait for each episode to come out um, every week. So maybe I'll do that. And then I'll, I can give you my honest review after. Yeah. I'm the same way. I don't want to watch them week to week anymore. Netflix has ruined stuff for me in terms of uh, binge watching. (laughs) I know. But like, I mean, Moon Knight, that was another one that was really, really good. Oh, God, so it. good. But so uh, good. Miss Marvel, the reviews that uh, I'm reading right now are that they've changed her abilities quite a bit. So she doesn't have the oh. same abilities from the comics and that it's more geared towards children. So um, it's not going to be more of a, a, an adult show. It's going to be more geared towards children. So uh, this is a Disney production so i don't know what they've done to it so i think because moon knight moon knight was quite violent they had to be like oh let's take it back a little bit yeah but oh god moon knight was so good though yeah it was really good yeah so i'm i'm hoping they do uh a movie with moon knight included um but we'll we'll see we'll see what they do because they could do a tie-in with blade and all this stuff because blade will be coming out so I, I can't wait for that to come out. That's going to be oh excellent. 
Mayersha uh, Ali, uh, Ali is going to be playing Blade. Oh, so uh, good. I think he's going to be fantastic. He played Cottonmouth in Luke Cage series. Mm-hmm. Um, and now <laughs> so he's moving too. into the Blade character. But it's just uh, he's a great actor. So I can't wait to see what oh, he does 100%. with the character. Maybe maybe Wesley Snipes makes a cameo in the movie. I was just thinking yeah. that. Who I knows? Who knows? That. You know, Marvel does stuff like that. Right. So we'll, we'll see what they do. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm All right. So this is going to be the end of this episode. We did a little bit of a review on WandaVision. Hopefully throughout the uh, course of this podcast, we will be doing uh, more Marvel reviews because we're both into that, uh, those movies and TV shows. So uh, it's always good to sit down and talk to somebody who uh, wants to talk about it and not somebody who's <laughs> just talking about it because they're being forced <laughs> to talk about it. Um, so uh, if you have anything else to say, here's your chance. Uh, no, but I just want to say thank you for having me on the show again. I can't wait to film more episodes. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. All right. So as always, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Podjerky. You can also find us on all of our all of our links on Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Podjerky, as well as our bite size. That's B-Y-T-E-S-I-Z-E dot M-E forward slash pod jerky for the new girl i am director awesome stay safe be kind to each other and we will see you later